Welcome to episode 12 of the Tales of Enelis. I'm Dr. E.J. Kane, your host and player. Last episode, we left our fateful heroes in a dire situation. Thorfinn and Alphys had headed to the Orc Woods to return to the Brigand's hideout deep in the woods, waiting for Kataka to return. On the way there, they found evidence of tracks of large humanoid creatures, perhaps enemies or new allies of the Brigands. When they arrived at the camp, they found that these were indeed new allies of the Brigands, ogres, numerous ogres in fact, so now they're at the camp, there are six massive ogres who are living now in the outside portion of the brigand's fort. And they've sort of taken over now that Theria is no longer in charge of the fort. While they were waiting for Kataka to return, Thorfinn had snuck into the camp and managed to speak with the leader of the ogres, a giant ogre named Drorot. He managed to convince the ogre that his very plain dagger that he's been carrying with him for a long time was in fact a magic dagger that could somehow protect Drorot from Kataka's magic. And Drorot seemed to believe this lie. Thorfinn then sneaks out of the camp to go back to find Alphys so they could wait this out, this con confrontation between Kataka, the remaining brigands, and the ogres. However, when Thorfinn returned to the spot they were hiding into in the woods, Althus was missing, and there were signs of a struggle, and he follows the tracks from that, and it leads it back to the camp. So he sneaks back in over the wall, where he originally snuck in from earlier, and just as he gets over the wall and starts coming in, all eyes are on him, because they spotted him climbing over the wall. And at this point... There is a, one of the brigands is pushing Alphys in front of him. He's captured Alphys out in the woods. He was out on patrol around the fort and found Alphys. They struggled with each other, and this brigand won and captured him. All the ogres come out to look at this captured enemy, and Drorot comes out of his hut and sees Thorfinn, and the brigand points to Thorfinn, thinking that Drorot must see that this is another invader. But Drorot believes Thorfinn is the great brigand who gave him this magic dagger to fight Kataka. So now we are in a very tense situation. Thorfinn's been caught sneaking back in, but he has a chance. Drorot has the power right now, and him and the brigand are both screaming at Drorot, trying to get Drorot to do something about the other person. But it's one word against another, and Drorot is still convinced that Thorfinn is a friendly brigand. So what are they going to do? Thorfinn turns to Drorot. My mighty Drorot, it is I, your friend, Thinfor. I have returned. I was looking for enemies out in the wilds, and here is that enemy. He has captured one of my friends! And uh, the brigand just kind of, his eyes widen like, what? He's just very confused because <laughs> he doesn't, he's like, how could the ogres possibly believe this lie? But Drorot kind of turns and looks to the brigand. Is that true? Who are you? 
And the brigand <laughs> looks incredulously at the ogre. Let's give our brigand a name quick. Starry. Drorot! It is I, Starry! I have worked with you! What? Do not listen to this liar! All right, this is going to be an opposed persuasion test for Thorfinn and Starry. All right, Thorfinn does not have good persuasion, so this, this might get ugly. All right, we got a three for the brigand, so we just got to beat a three. And I got an exploding four, that is a seven. All right, Thorfinn is able to make a more convincing argument than Starry. Trollrot, it is I, Finfor. Why would I lie to you? I'm telling you, this man I have never seen before, he's not one of us. He's some outsider trying to infiltrate us. Starry just looks wide-eyed. I think he starts losing his tongue. He doesn't know what to say as the ogres are coming in around him. Uh, I, 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 you, you can't believe that! Drorot! And ogres grab Starry and pull him back as Drorot points to them and kind of makes a flick motion with his finger to take him away. And the ogres just rip Starry back and take him outside of the walls. And Thorfinn approaches Althus and comes over to him and starts to untie him. Althus is looking at Thorfinn with just the most complexing expression upon his face. He's just, he doesn't, he can't believe what Thorfinn just did. And both of them look over to Drorot. Thorfinn, take your friend. I have a mission for you. Thorfinn then grabs Althus, makes sure Althus is okay, and, and and I think Althus is. He just got caught on guard by the brigand while he was out in the woods. And uh, Althus and Thorfinn approach Drorot. You, you and your friend, fellow brigands, you do what Drorot says. You go out there, find Kodaka, and tell her to come back here. I want to have a fight with her, but you don't tell her it's fight. You tell her she needs come back, not tell why. And then Drorot will use the dagger. And he kind of winks to Thorfinn, Althus just looking confusedly at Thorfinn. You use a dagger and we will take her out. Thorfinn just kind of nods agreeably. Yes, mighty Drorot, I will take my friend, and we will go. We will find Kataka and bring her back here for you. And uh, with that, Althus and Thorfinn just slowly back their way out of the camp. Here's a question. Were there any horses left, or did the ogres truly eat all of them? I think they did. I think we established that last time. So I'm going to say it's... Uh, Nearly impossible there's any horses left. Off by one, so no, there are no horses, but there, there's some very large pieces of horses left, but not enough to ride. And so Thorfinn and Alphys leave the brigands' camp as quickly as they can. I think off in the woods, just outside of the entrance to the fort, they hear like the pounding <laughs> of the fists of the ogres just beating that poor brigand to death. Starry is no more. We hardly got to know him. 
And so Alphys and Thorfinn start heading down the road away from the brigand camp. What did you say to that ogre? I cannot believe we are still alive. I, I cannot believe it. I would not have thought Thorfinn to be of the silver tongue. I can't believe it myself, friend. I, I told him that my dagger was magical and it could protect him from Kataka. Well, I'm glad he took the ruse, but what are we going to do now? I'm not sure. I don't want Drorot to become an enemy already, but my hope was that the two of them would fight it out. And perhaps whichever one was left weakened, we might be able to finish him off and end the threat to Elkwood. But as things are now, I just don't know. Do we go out there and find Kataka? I mean, we were trying to do that anyway, but... I wouldn't even know where to start. Yes, if we're back to where we were, even if we do have a crazed ogre on our side. And so I think Alphys and Thorfinn stand there for a bit, trying to figure out what they want to do. They could go searching for Kataka. They don't have horses. Kataka does, so she can move a lot faster. We presumably know that she's out there going to the other villages, trying to extract more tribute as uh, it is the time of year to do so. Um, and as far as we know, Kataka doesn't know that Thyria is dead and that Drorot has tried to take over the camp. But I think we did establish that sometime in the past, Kataka was the one who made the arrangements with Drorot to come to the brigand camp, partially out of fear of her magic. So there's a lot of uh, contention going on with the brigands group and the ogres. Um, but none of that has been resolved. So, let's just roll a die to see what Thorfinn and Alphys decide, because I honestly am not sure what they would do. Would they go searching for Kataka, or do they just kind of hang out here again, waiting, maybe farther away from the camp, waiting to hear signs of the horses coming in of Kataka and her group? Let's let the die decide. Uh, they are going to go searching. As much as I'd like to stay and wait, I do like the idea of being near these ogres. Neither do I. Does that mean we're gonna go searching? Yes, I think so. We can go look into one of the other villages. There should be one near Elkwood. Yeah, let's get a name for that village that Thorfinn knows about that's near Elkwood. All right, settlement name, let's go named after a creature. Well, that's where we got Elkwood from. Boar Hollow. Let's go with Boar Hollow. Let's head out to Boar Hollow. It's only a couple days from Elkwood. That's the closest village to Elkwood. It might make sense. Perhaps we could even see if they have spare provisions. It's about time we start getting the other villages together. It's the only way we're going to stand up to these brigands. All right, lead the way, friend. And the two of them go off, leaving the Orc Woods, heading out into the wild hills, heading to Boar Hollow. All right, let's roll a survival roll. Good. Oh, yeah, we got exploding eight. Again, exploding. Okay, that is 19. So that is a success with multiple raises. I think they find a very quick and speedy path. He knows this area very well. He goes straight to Boar Hollow, and they make it there in a few days. What are some features of Boar Hollow? All right, let's roll up some features. Extravagant? Okay and safe and helpful. 
Okay, so it's extravagant, safe, and helpful. Interesting. Has Boar Hollow even been taken over by the bandits? This is a good question. I think given that, I'm gonna say it's likely because they were short on men, but uh, they might not be. Uh, yes, they were indeed. So the, they're still being paying tribute to the brigands. Um, but I think based on this description, Boar Hollow has these uh, large palisade walls and it's kind of built into the hillside with a lot of these large stone boulders and they sort of use that in the fortifications of the, of the village. So it's, it's a little bit more defensible than Elkwood is, but they still were taken over by the brigands. They're still paying tribute. They're still short on men and resources, um, but they're very helpful. So this might be good. Uh, let's, let's get a, a leader of the village, um, somebody that they can speak to. Okay, so I rolled up a person. Do they have a lot of guards? I'm gonna say very unlikely. No, they do not. So I think they're, they got a few citizens sort of kind of guarding the walls a little bit. They've been letting the brigands just sort of come in. They, they, they know they don't have the strength to keep off the brigands, but when they see two lone travelers coming towards the walls, they're a little hesitant. And so a couple of their civilian militias, you know, got bows drawn up on their high walls as they're coming towards the palisades. Thorfinn raises up his hand in peace and he comes towards the palisade walls. Hail, friend! I am Thorfinn Asbjornsson of Elkwood. I come to speak with your leader. Brynhild, she's still present. The guard sort of nods and calls to let them in. And they pull up the palisade gate and allow Althus and Thorfinn to come into the village, which I think is a little better. Sounds like it's extravagant. So they think there are a lot of stone houses here in Boar Hollow. They are little... Well, they were well-to-do, at least before the brigands started taking their provisions, but uh, it's sort of a built on a high hill that sort of rolls up, and on top of the hill is the great longhouse of their village. And Thorfinn and Althus make their way around the street, the curbing street through the buildings, up towards the longhouse. And when they reach the longhouse, um, the guards open the door, and out steps this exotic-looking older woman. Um, she, need, she looks like she's near the end of her age, white hair coming down in braids. She has the ever-slightest pointy ears. She appears to have some elven descendancy, though she's mostly Naradri. And she's wearing a, a thick fur shawl over her body. And she steps out very slowly with a cane. Who are you? I am Thorfinn Asbjornsson. This is my friend, Althus. We come from Elkwood. Brynhild, we ask for help and for information. May we come in? Brynhild looks upon them for some time, trying to gauge whether they are actually safe. She nods her head slowly and she walks into the, the longhouse and they follow her. And soon they are sitting along the large fire pit. Her attendees bring them some tea as they begin to talk. What brings you here to Boar Hollow? Times are not well, and I assume they are not well for you in Elkwood either. That is true. My friend and I are searching for Kataka. 
At this, Brynhild's eyes sort of widen. Kataka! Yes, we are aware of her. She has been a thorn in our sides for many a years now. Yes, Elkwood as well. We are searching for her because we think we can defeat her. Or at least we will die trying. I see you two are plagued by not enough strong soldiers. Are you giving tribute to these brigands as well? Yes, we have no choice. There are too many of them and many of us fear Kataka's magic. There is not much we can do. Aye. Same problems befell Elkwood. So why are you here, Thorfinn Asbjornsson? I'm looking for help, but mostly for Kataka. If she's not here, then I must continue on to the next village. We have defeated her leader. There was an elf named Thiria who was commanding these brigands from a secret base in the woods, the Orc Woods to the north, in some sort of elven ruin. I see. And this leader is dead, and yet Kataka still works her evil. Indeed. I don't know if Kataka's aware of it yet. As far as we know, she hasn't returned to the base to see Theria's demise. But things grow more complicated. There are ogres involved as well. With the war ended, I fear more giants will come south. More orcs, more goblins, more of that evil kin. That is grave news indeed. Then what, Thorfinn Asbjornsson, do you ask of me? Elkwood is suffering, as I'm sure Borhalo is as well, but we have angered Kataka. She seeks to exact punishment upon us and has taken all the provisions. My people are starving. If there is anything you can provide, we would be most grateful. All right, I'm gonna roll a persuasion for Thorfinn. Again, not his best skill. That is a five. Let's let's also ask how desperate are the people of Borhalo? Uh, they are actually doing okay. I think I think they have better fields. I think they do a lot more farming around here, and uh, they're a little bit more successful. So I think they have spare provisions. So given that he rolled a five, I'm gonna say that that's a set, enough success for her to offer some resources. Yes, we have uh, some spare resources. You are free to take some of them back to Elkwood as a sign of trust between villages. Thank you, that is most grateful. Just a few bags of grain, something to get us through the rest of the winter until spring is in true glory. Yes, we should stick together, despite these times. But what do you intend to do about these brigands? You have killed their leader, but Kataka, I think, is a great threat. We all fear her magic. I, I haven't figured that out completely yet. I want to confront her, but I've also managed to convince the ogres back at the brigand camp to make enemy with Kataka. I'm hoping that that might resolve itself, but I don't know. It is quite the gamble. Indeed, but 
It seems that you have made an enemy of yourself with this sorceress, and I'm afraid due to that I cannot offer you comforts here in Borhallow. I appreciate your efforts, but you are a liability as well. Please, take this grain. Go back to Elkwood. Feed your people. Find Kataka. But do not bring ruin here. Yes, I understand. Thank you, Brynhild. May our people grow ever closer together. And so Alphys and Thorfinn take the bags of grain and leave Boar Hollow, heading back to Elkwood to bring this bounty of food that will hopefully save his people. And I imagine these are large bags of oats that are just slung over their backs, slowing them down a bit, but they should be able to get back to Elkwood. Let's roll to see how well they do. Uh, ooh, we have a fail on that journey roll. Sounds like they're gonna run into something on the way. I'm gonna hold off on using a Benny because uh, I feel like I might need them elsewhere. And so let's find out what we run into. <laughs> Six, seven, eight. A monster! Everyone loves monsters. Oh, wow, that is a 12. We have a mythical monster. 12 on a 2d6, very much more rare, but certainly possible. What is this mythical monster that we are running into? Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Well, lads and lasses, we have ourselves a dragon. A silver dragon, in fact. And some of you are thinking, well, silver dragon, they're good, right? Not in Enelis. In Enelis, there's really no uh, distinction between the dragons. They are not always friends of humanity. And so we have a possible uh, very dangerous encounter. All right, how old is this dragon? Okay, it's a young one. It's a young dragon flying through the air, I imagine. Maybe it's hunting in the hills. Um, let's ask the oracle. Is it hunting in the hills? No. Okay. What is this dragon up to? Okay, we'll bargain emotion twice. So clearly there's really something there. But what is the nature of this emotion? I need more information. Playfully large. Quietly broken. Is the dragon looking for help? Is the dragon dealing with some sort of loss? No. What is this motivation of this dragon? Joy. Okay. I think this silver dragon is playful and is looking for fun. Now, is its I gotta get its personality because if its version of fun is toying with a couple of humanoids like a cat playing with a mouse, then we might be in trouble. What is its personality? Perfectionist. Okay, that could be bad. Um, savvy. Yeah, I think this silver dragon is just looking for a bit of fun, a distraction. Um, has a very mercurial personality. It's sort of going back and forth. Um, so it's just flying through, enjoying springtime, breaking across the north. Came down from the mountains to just have some fun in the woods and in the hills around Elkwood. Does it spot Thorfinn and Alphys? Um, probably. I mean, it's got a D10 notice, so very, very, very likely. And of course, they are wild cards. Uh, no, 
Okay, the dragon does not see Thorfinn and Alphys, but do Alphys and Thorfinn see the dragon? Probably no. Well, this is the most interesting chance encounter, as it's not an encounter at all. Thorfinn and Alphys are pushing their way through the, the rolling hills towards Elkwood, massive bags of, of oats upon their back, trying to bring back food to the village. And up in the air, high in the clouds, where nobody can see is a silver dragon flying through the air with a smile on its face, playfully enjoying the, the warm breeze blowing up in the high, high winds, moving through the clouds, going about its day, unconcerned with those upon the ground. Well, that worked out pretty well. Uh, I wasn't <laughs> looking forward to fighting a dragon, and uh, this is what happens when uh, an encounter is not really an encounter, but uh, there was a silver dragon flying over Thorfinn and Althus for a little bit of time. Okay, with that resolved, in quotes, uh, <laughs> Thorfinn and Althus find their way back to Elkwood. Has Kataka been to Elkwood while they've been gone? Because they've been gone now for, you know, five to six days while they went up to the Orkwoods over to Boar Hollow and now back. It's kind of a little triangle of travel there. I'm gonna say it's very unlikely because I think Kataka, she did what she wanted to do to the village already. Yeah, no, she did not come back. Thorfinn and Althus come into the village striding. They got these bags of grain. A couple of guys come over and help, help take the bags from them. There's a bit of a cheer. There's a bit of excitement through the other villagers. They see they brought back food. We brought food, please enjoy. And uh, this is a good time to see if, this is a chance to see if our old buddy Gunbjorn has recovered. He gets to make a uh, vigor roll. Nope, he did not. He is still wounded. And I think they come back to the village, drop off the grain. They ask around if any of the villagers, had, if Kataka and her brigands have been sighted. And I, the answer is no. And so um, they check in on Gunbjorn. Um, and he's, he's doing all right. Um, still a little injured from from their battles, but he, he's, he's doing all right. And there's really no reason for them to stay here. I think they're gonna immediately move on to the next village. They wanted to bring back the grain, see how everyone is doing, but they immediately wanna press on to the next village. So what is the next village that Thorfinn knows about? And I think the next village is a place called Storfjall, which is uh, kind of up in the in the deeper hills, closer to Hethroth's Hand. And so I think they're gonna head that way because that's sort of the next village they think Kataka might have gone to. And uh, let's roll a journey roll as I think they take maybe a little bit of that grain to go with them. I think their provisions are running slim. Um, maybe some of the dried meat left over from that elk, if there is any. And here we go. That is another failed journey roll, which means another encounter. Uh, do I wanna use a Benny on that? I think I might. I think I'm gonna use my first Benny. Let's try to get there without issue. There we go. That is a seven, that is a success. Um, so that means it's a weak hit. We're gonna see if we can get a, okay. Looks like we're still gonna have an encounter. Um, what do we run into along the way? A nearby faction. So this could be, let's think about what the nearby factions are in this area. There are the brigands, of course. There are the villages, the hunters, the villagers. Then there is the orcs to the farther north. And then there's uh, merchants and travelers that come through along the roads to Westgate. So let's roll a 
D4, I guess. So we got the brigands on one, villagers on two, the orcs on three, and travelers on four. That is a two. So they run into some hunters from another village. Is the village they're coming from, is it, are they from Elkwood? That would be convenient. No, that is an extreme no. They're definitely not from Elkwood. So they're from a different village. Are they from Lone Fort? Do we remember Lone Fort at the very beginning of episode one where we found Lone Fort, which were taken over by a group of brigands? And there's an interesting question. The brigands that took over Lone Fort, are they part of the same crew as Kataka and her men? Extreme yes. So I think in episode one, before we knew anything about what was going on with Elkwood, there was a hint because those brigands that have been extracting uh, tribute from the villages were right there at Lone Fort, right from the beginning. Kataka could have been with them at the time and they decided to steer clear, probably the right move at the time, but okay. So these are people from Lone Fort. Are they brigands from Lone Fort? It sounds like, no, we didn't roll up brigands. So if we know they're all part of the same brigand group, these are hunters from Lone Fort, okay. What is the disposition of the hunters from Lone Fort? Because they might be mad at the other villages for not helping them. It's probably unlikely, but uh, there could be some animosity there. No, they're friendly. Okay. So they come across some hunters from Lone Fort. This is a chance for them to get some information. Um, so they see these uh, group of hunters. There's six of them. So they, they have a big group of hunters who are trying to find game out in these wilds. You know, again, it's early spring. Um, it's getting later, you know, so it's a little warmer. More animals are coming out, but uh, it's still, all these villages are suffering, so they're all trying to find food this time. And I think, I think immediately these hunters see Thorfinn and, and Althus and immediately assume that they're sort of rival hunters, and as desperate as they are, they, they might feel a little competitive. But then they see that they don't have any bows out, they're not, they're not, look like they're prepared to hunt, they're just sort of traveling quickly, very determinedly through the hills. And so they approach, and the, the hunters call out to Thorfinn, and they, they come to each other and start talking. Thorfinn quickly learns, you know, they're from Lone Fort and what they're up to. Is Kataka currently, or was she at Lone Fort before these hunters set out? Do they know that she's there? 50-50. Extreme yes. So we know Kataka has recently been at Lone Fort in the past couple days. How many days are they out from Lone Fort? Just one. So we're one day from Lone Fort and Kataka was there when they left. This is interesting news. Kataka, you think she's still there? Aye, she might be. We she was there when we left. We're desperate for food and they took more tribute from us. Yes, we're in the same situation in Oakwood. I'm sorry about your people. If she's there, then we will head to Lone Fort. It is time we put an end to this. Do you have any able-bodied men who can help us fight Kataka and her men? Uh, that's a good question. These are hunters, so I think it's very likely that some of them... Uh, yeah, so I think there's a few men here that could potentially help Thorfinn fight Kataka and her brigands. But do they want to? I think it's going to be another persuasion roll, which... Thorfinn's not good at. He got his, he's on a D4 here. Uh, but he got a five. I think, I think he's able to convince uh, a couple of them 
Let's see, how many does he convince? One of them. So he convinces one of them. If Kataka's in your village, I'm gonna confront her. I'm trying to get her to return to her fort. We killed their leader and I want her to know it. If she returns back to their hidden encampment in the Orc Woods, there's trouble waiting for them there. And I think at this point, Thorfinn isn't necessarily looking for a direct confrontation with the talk. I think he wants to on a personal, emotional level, but I think he, he really wants the ogres to, to deal with Kataka and her men. I think he has an idea. He's gonna tell the hunters to bring a message back to Kataka that they ran into some brigands in the wild who are urgently asking her to return to the headquarters. Yes, I think that's what they're going to do. Bring her this message. Tell her that the base of operations are under attack. Tell her that the ogres are taking over. Ogres? That sounds dangerous. Yes, it is. But it's dangerous for them. Yes, tell her that. Tell her you ran into some brigands in the wild and the ogres are waiting for her and they killed Theria. She'll know what that means. All right, we'll do what you ask. Thank you, Thorfinn. And so the hunters are gonna head back to Lonefort to, to carry this message to Kataka. And I think Alphys and Thorfinn, kind of grinning at each other a little bit, they're gonna head back to the brigand camp because they wanna see this go down and they wanna come in and finish off who's left in order to put an end to the threat of this region. All right, we're gonna roll a journey roll for Thorfinn and Althus to go back to the brigand camp. They've been all over these hills these past <laughs> few weeks. Um, that's a success there. Okay, so there is no encounter along the way and they're able to take a few days to make it back to the brigand camp. What is going on at the brigand camp? We know the ogres are in charge. Um, Kataka, we know at least a day ago when they ran to these brigands were at the, uh, where is that, Lone Fort. But did Kataka have gone back to the brigand camp? I think it's unlikely. Um, no, so she hasn't been back to the brigand camp yet. Um, the question is, does she take the news of Theria's death and the warnings that the ogres have taken over the camp, does she take that and decide to return to camp with the men she has with her? Because she has the majority of the brigands with her. I think it's likely that she's gonna return. Probably very likely. Um, yes, so she does indeed return. Now here's a question. Does she beat Thorfinn and Alphys back to the camp? They do have horses. I think that is also, um, I think it's 50-50 because uh, the hunters had to spend some time to get back to Lone Fort, share the message. She probably had to gather her men up. I think there was some time that favored Alphys and Thorfinn, but they still have the horses. So 50-50 on this. No, so she did not get back before Alphys and Thorfinn get there. So Alphys and Thorfinn are able to get to the bandit camp, I think set up in the woods. Um, are they able to avoid the patrols? We know that there's patrolling going on. Um, but the troll, patrols now, I think, are being done by the ogres because they don't trust the men, especially since they think somebody infiltrated the camp and they probably can't tell the humans that well apart. And so they're sort of clamping down on, on the brigands. So the few br brigands that remain are sort of staying in the elven ruins away from the ogres. And the ogres are sort of taken over the outside and they're kind of being ruthless. 
So I think the ogres have taken over the patrols. Their notice is not particularly great. No, they have a D4, so <laughs> what do they get? Two, okay, so we just have to beat a two. That is going to be uh, four. Okay, so we beat the two, they sneak in. I think they get set up somewhere within distance. I think with seeing that the ogres are patrolling now, they feel a little safer because the ogres aren't very good at spotting. They're near the camp, but not too close, I think, to be caught again, being a little more careful this time. So Althus and Thorfinn are hunkered down, waiting to hear the sounds of combat in the brigand camp, knowing that my, that would be the confrontation between Kataka, her brigands, and the ogres. So let's see, how long does it take for Kataka to return? Uh, she returns relatively quickly. I think I think she's only hours behind Thorfinn and Althus since they you know, come back on horses. I think they hear the sounds of horses coming down the road, the crude trail through the woods that heads up to the brigand camp. Thorfinn is, has been nodding off, trying to get some rest before they deal with this confrontation. Althus is sort of shaking him. Wake up, wake up! Horses, they're coming. All right, this is the time. So he's readying his axe and they're kind of heightened as they're listening intently to what's going on in the woods not far from them. And the horses come into the brigand camp, seeing the gates of the brigand camp still closed to them, wondering what's going on. And the question I have is, were the ogres smart enough to set up an ambush for Kataka and her brigands? I think unlikely. They're not the smartest, but yes, they did. So as Kataka and her men come along the road towards the brigands' entrance to the gate of the Palisades, they are ambushed, somewhat. The ogres aren't really good at hiding, but I think they see all these ogres come out of the woods, charging at them and their horses, tearing them apart, and a battle ensues. And so I think Thorfinn hears the sounds of combat going on, not in the brigand camp, but just outside by the walls. And him and Althus, I think are gonna sneak up trying to get a better view to see what's going on. So let's have them sneak in there. All right, fives, that's probably good enough. They're all distracted by this fight. So we have the ogres versus the brigands. There's a lot more brigands than there are ogres, but the ogres are crazy strong. So how do we decide who wins this battle? Kataka's there, she has her magic. And I don't think Drorot is directly in this fight. I think he's waiting inside the camp um, as most of his ogre allies are doing this fight, doing this ambush strike outside of the camp. At this point, I think it's kind of a 50-50 on who wins. So if we get low, Kataka wins. If we get high, the ogres win. They might even capture Kataka. Uh, that is high. So despite the warnings, the brigands come charging in towards their camp, ready to fight ogres. But I don't think they were expecting the ogres to be smart enough to set this ambush. And so when all these ogres come out from behind them along the trail, they, they're surprised, their horses are... <laughs> they're almost thrown off their horses as these ogres come charging out, grabbing brigands by the neck, pulling them off their horses, throwing them against the trees, crashing through the forest, grabbing horses and ripping them apart with their bare hands. Kataka turns in surprise. She blasts them with her black magic, shooting balls of black fire, exploding into the ogres, but they're just so resilient and strong. 
Some of them are able to take some of these blasts, and they're ripping the brigands apart, and soon Kataka finds herself outnumbered. I think she realizes she has to escape. She cannot win as things currently are. Does Kataka make an escape? I think it's likely. She is extremely intelligent. That is a 68 over 65. No, she does not. So Kataka, I think, is get, trying to escape. She, she slaps her horse and tries to, to charge down the trail away from the brigand camp, but the ogres grab the horse, grab her horses by its legs, rip it off. <laughs> and she goes flinging off the horse, rolling over the ground, climbs up to her feet, ready to strike. And that's when Drorot appears at the entrance of the gate. Kotaka, I am Drorot. I am in charge here now. Tyriard's dead, and I am in command. You will listen to me. And he's holding this, this magic dagger, at least he thinks it's magical, as it's like, He's got it tucked in his in between his massive fingers. You can't harm me now. And Kataka is now surrounded by the remaining ogres. I think the brigands were able to take a couple of them out, but there's still a few ogres remaining, and now Drorot standing there. And she is desperate. In the meantime, Thorfinn and Althus watching all of this unfold with a slight glee that both of their enemies are fighting each other. But here's a question. In this desperate situation, does Kataka try to activate the Chaos Stone? She has it with her. She's been studying it. It's been a few weeks. Maybe she's figured out how to use it. Let's ask the Oracle. Yes. So, Kataka grits her teeth. You have made a foolish heir there, Drorot. She pulls out the Chaos Stone. Face your doom. And she activates the device. And out of the stone, there's waves of magical energy that begin to increase in frequency as uh, arcs of energy flash out of the device. And then a beam of pure silvery energy shoots right into Drorot, right through his chest, bores out a hole through his body. And he screams in pain as he's disintegrated in front of the other ogres. The dagger clutched in his hand, the magic dagger that he thought would protect him, drops harmlessly to the ground, cling into the dirt, and he drops a scorched out husk upon the ground. The other ogres immediately lower their weapons, turning towards Kataka to pay her tribute because she has demonstrated that she is the ultimate master of this operation. Thorfinn and Alphys look in horror as they see the activation of the Chaos Stone. What was that? I can't believe it. The Chaos Stone. What are we going to do? We can't face her now. No, I, I would rather not. 
Gotta do something, though. Thorfinn squeezes his grip upon his axe, anger flowing through him, but he has to be cautious. Kataka knows how to activate the Chaos Stone, and her power has just grown exponentially. She strides into the brigand camp. The ogres walking behind her, dragging the body of Drorot off into the woods to rot away. And as she strides into the camp, she calls out for the other brigands who have been hiding in the elven ruins to come out. And she marches in to the ruins. Now the leader of the brigand camp. And that is where we're going to end today's episode. Thank you all so much for listening. And have a wonderful day.